back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode... 55? 55. Uh, next week is the big one-year anniversary where we will have Nico joining the pod. I just got so nervous because I didn't know what the date was, and I was like, oh, no, is it the 28th? Like, Ian's going to kill me. He put me in charge of this. It is It is next week. It is next week. Um, kind of a big deal, the one-year the one year thing. It's going to be a great episode with Nico. He's excited to be back on. We did say that Arietta would be our next guest. He will, He's going to be our next guest after the anniversary, but his family's still in town honoring that. He's excited to come on. He'll be on. We are 10 days from opening day, 10 days from the start of the season. Zach, have you, have you been wearing your Duke sweatshirt around during the um, no I, March Madness just to feel like Duke is close? I left it at home on purpose. <laughs> Interesting. Dakota, can do you tell the people about the bracket that you filled out for me? If you think like I feel bad, like I don't know what you want me to tell you. If anyone tells you they had Oral Roberts going to the Sweet 16 – put them in a mental institution because they're lying. They either went to Oral Roberts or they're lying. Like at no point in my life would have I picked them to pick Ohio, beat Ohio State. Never. You could have said, you could have told me before the tournament, I guarantee you Oral Roberts wins. And I say, no, I will take Ohio State. I filled out a bracket for our team pool. And I, and Dakota sent me, I didn't even have to ask. Dakota said, if you want me to fill out a bracket here this is it i'll i'll do it so i said dakota let me know i don't know anything about a college basketball dakota filled it out it is horrid honestly the left side's doing really good the right side's really bad because illinois lost and san diego state well texas i had in the final four which that's a tough one but other than that i mean illinois who didn't have illinois going at least to the elite eight had them winning I mean, you have them in at least in probably the Elite Eight. They they looked like the best team in the country other than Gonzaga coming into the tournament. Texas was my sleeper pick. It was between them and Bama. I think Bama's going to go to the Final Four now. Um, but I, 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 don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you, Ian, because nobody had a good bracket. Like, Zach texted us the other day in our group text and said, like, I think I just saw my bracket in the toilet. Everyone's. Like, if anyone says they have a good one, they're lying. Like – it's just not true. It's impossible bracket this year. I'm completely and totally depending on the the squares now. Um, it, it's just just really tough. Ian, I actually guarantee it's not doing that bad. I, I bet you ours isn't doing that bad compared to other people's. I also we were doing a, a closest to the pin golf tournament hundred yard wedge shot. I got knocked out in the in that competition, which was tough for me. It was just it was just a tough blow. You got knocked out. By who? Pitching coach, uh, minor league pitching coach, James Ogden, like put it to five. I didn't hit a great shot, but he put it to like five feet. Wow. Zach, are you embarrassed for – I'm embarrassed for Ian on that. Wow. He's this big, great golfer. And and you know he's been playing almost every day too. It's kind of embarrassing. Uh, yeah, tough. I did, get, I did get a new driver. Before we get into baseball, I did get a new driver. Uh, shout out Fiverr and Golf for the new driver. What did you get? What kind? The G25 with the Ventus Black 6X, and it is pure. I mean, I can't miss a fairway. Can I have your old one? I don't know if you could handle my old one. Which one did you have? Ooh, you couldn't handle the, the, the stiff shaft, the extra. No, it's not even stiff. It's loose. I, I whip on it. The, the, the nine degree. Like, oh, it's sick, man. You're so Obviously, you're not very good at golf, okay? So don't come at me with, you couldn't handle my driver, Dakota. You're not very good. You know what? Find a new caddy then, okay? Find a new caddy that'll boost your morale in tournaments. Idiot. 
Got a point. Sorry, I'm jazzed up watching the Tigers. They're beating Michigan right now. Continue. Sorry, new driver. Go ahead. No, I just I feel really good about it. I wanted to give Five Iron a shout out for hooking me up. Did you guys see the Salvador Perez extension? Yeah, got paid. Can we talk about the Royals and how they take care of their guys? Because I, you know, that extension was wonderful. I appreciate them. I appreciate the way they took they took care of Alex Gordon, took care of Salvi Perez. I think they did send down that kid that is Witt Jr. What's his name? Yeah, he's only 20 years old, Bobby Witt Jr. He's like 15. He's going to be at the big leagues at some point this year. So was Zach Short. Ever heard of him? Great point. Before we before we came on, Zach, you were saying about uh, your apartment search. Is this the first time you have not lived with Dakota in your baseball career? Um, we got separated when he got moved up and we were in double A. Um, but I think other than that, it's gotta be right. Well, besides when I got sent down from triple A to double A. Yeah. Cause even in Myrtle, you came and lived in a room of the people I was living with. Yeah. Cause even when I went up to Myrtle in seven, 16, seven, 17, 17, and then you came up, you came and lived in the living room on a mattress. And then we lived, lived together in triple A when we both broke there. But yeah, the, Second half of 18 was the only time we didn't live. The- wow. Didn't even think about that. I know. Now I'm now on to Scott Efros. We'll see how that goes this spring. Uh, I'm excited. Would- I'm excited to experience the company of a different roommate. And see, uh, he will be a lot more positive and a better mood than I am. I will give him he that. He told me that we need to schedule book reading. Scott's that is how you lose a roommate real fast because he told me he's bringing books and yes, to be fair, I am bringing books as well strictly because I don't know what else I'll do with my time. But the fact that he told me we need to set up times for it, it was puke worthy, but no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to experience it. Zach, Zach said he's living by himself this year. He said he couldn't find anyone that could compare to me as a roommate. And he didn't know what else to do. So he's like, why even? I'm getting a two-bedroom, and I'm just going to have Dakota's name on the door. Honestly, maybe I get cut in camp, and I'll just come live with you. Ooh. It's pretty close. I would like I would like to uh, just tell a quick story about 2019. I was in triple ball. Uh, I was living. Oh, you, I, was, I know what you're going to say, and I you're was living, dead. I was living in a oh, hotel. Oh, my God. Living in a hotel uh, week to week. With you know all my stuff, I was living out of a car. Uh, had to move back in every time we go on the road. I'd have to move back in to the hotel, get a new room. Uh, and Zach and Dakota were living together, and they just they never really invited me to move in. We lived with Duncan Robinson, and then he had he had. I'm telling you why we got an extra room. We weren't just sitting there with an extra room all year. Yes, we lived with Duncan Robinson, who then had Tommy John, so an open room, a room opened up. Now you can continue. Yeah, so yeah, I was living in the hotel, packing my bags every time. Tough, tough draw, and uh, you know, room opened up with those two guys, and you know, instead of asking me to move in and be like, "Hey, man, like we have an extra room. No, you're grinding it out in the hotel. Like, would love for you to come and be our third roommate. Like, we'd have a blast." They just didn't ask me, and then filled the room with somebody else, and then got mad at me because I didn't ask them to move in. I am so happy you brought this up. Zach, well, I'll let you take it on uh, – if, if, if that's a true story or not, we'll let you take that. 
No, I have two things there. A, I will never forget when I asked you. I was like, Hap, you should kind of, you know, we have an open room if you want to move in, Dakota. And didn't we both say, we were like, no, he's probably going to say no anyway. Like, he's with the hotel. We don't know how long he's going to be here. And you were like, no, it's all right. Like, I'm in the hotel. And I was like, I went back to Dakota. I was like, yeah, he said no. And then, A, hang on, that was A. B, this is also kind of middle, beginning to middle when Ian wasn't the happiest guy in the world either. So we were kind of scared to approach him with this as well. Like it would be a derogatory question if we asked him to move in, like implying that, hey man, you ain't going anywhere anytime soon. You might want to move in. So when we did ask him, he gave us a hard no. And then when we bring it up again, he's like, oh, I thought you were joking. Exactly. I asked him after you told me you asked him like in the field or something one day he like didn't really give an answer. He's like, Oh, I don't know. I'm in the hotel, blah, blah, blah. I asked him like straight up in the locker room. I go, Hey, like we have an open room. Do you want to move in or else I'm going to let this other guy come live with us because we need someone to pay the third part of the rent. He goes, no, I'm good. And then he, and then he comes back later and he's like, you guys actually filled it. I'm like, are, are you joking? Are, are you serious? I asked you straight up to your face and he goes, I thought you were kidding. I'm like, you're an idiot. I don't remember it going down that way. I don't remember it going down that way. Really felt like Dakota was, was, was trying to uh, tell a joke. And, you know, honestly, it would have been nice if you would have been like, no, really, like, we'd love for you to move in, be a great time. Like, we'd really have fun together. But, you know, I was the one who later on had to ask you guys to move in with me, you know, took you off the street. I don't even think that's true. During a pandemic, took you off the street, took you in. Uh, and really just provided toilet paper, food, and water. And, you know, that's that's the type of guy I am. That's the difference. I texted you and asked if I could come live with you, and you said yes, and then Zach did the same thing, and you said yes. So, yes, you took us in, but we asked you. I said, are you staying down here? And you said, yeah. And I was like, we were come live We were like somebody who was stuck in a rainstorm, and we show up at your front door, and you had no choice but to let us in. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, we're moving in, so thanks for having us. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome for the shelter and, and the toilet paper and the food and the water and, you know, the pool and, and the tennis court. You're trying to spin these – you're trying to spin these stories, though. Like, the one of – in 19, we asked you straight up to live with us, and you said no twice. So we're like, okay. Not once, twice. And we go, okay, I mean, we need a third roommate. We're not going to pay for – three people rent with two of us not not how i remember it did you guys see that otani was the starting pitcher for a game and also led off in a patented joe madden move lead off starting pitcher is that sustainable that's incredible it's like little league there's a good conversation in the um locker room today if if he can stay healthy and if he's a three war pitcher and a three war hitter you see the mvp no, his teammate is by the name of Mike Trout. He's he's the LeBron effect. Mike Trout is literally the LeBron effect. He's the best player every single year. He's the MVP every single year, but he won't get it every single year because the voters get sick of, oh, it's him again. Like, I mean, Mike Trout's the MVP every single year. Yes, I completely agree with you, but I'm saying like because of the because of the voting system and like the, the shiny new toy and like it's a pretty compelling story if he can put up, if he can, you know, if he's as good as he's been this spring, which, you know, it's spring training. But, like, if he if he's putting up stats on both sides, I think the thing that might hurt him is, I don't know, if you don't have a, if you don't play a position, you just DH, 
Like, yeah, it's kind of tough to win. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Like, does what's the war correlation there? Because I think you get points just for like standing out there on defense. I don't really know how war works. I don't understand it. That's a that's a great question. I feel like if his numbers are that, again, I don't really know the war. What three war would be? But like, if his numbers are MVP worthy, I feel like it'd be a tough like a tough way to say no it's also like how many bats can he get like how many off days do they need to give him does he i don't know what their structure is but like does he get an off day after he starts every time after he starts does he you think do you think joe madden's just drooling over this opportunity to have him play everywhere oh yeah i mean he's pumped you know the mad scientist he's definitely excited to hit him lead off pitch you know three hole pitcher does he play outfield or first base like before he had TJ? I don't know, but they have, have no clue. They have Walsh at, they have Walsh at first, so he's not playing first. And then they have Upton. They Dexter. have another guy at first, too. What's his name again? El the Machine Albert? Machina? El Pujols? Yeah, they have Albert they have Pujols? Walsh. They have Walsh and Pulhos. And then also Pulhos is DHing, I guess. And then you have uh, Trout, Upton, and Dexter in the outfield. So, like, and then they have Rendon, Iglesias, and Fletcher. Like, kind of a tough lineup to crack, even if you're Showtime. So, like, wh- you know, what are they going to DH him and not let Albert hit? Is are they going to DH him every day? And Albert was Albert not playing? Is Albert playing first? I don't really know. Uh, tough situation there for a lot of veterans on that team. A lot of veterans. That's a good spot to be though, if you have too many options. That's what you want. That's what you want as a coach. Do you really? Do you really tell Albert Pujols like, "Hey, man, you're not playing today." Like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that one, Jim. It'd uh, be tough they, to sit to sit either of them, but I could see them. I feel like Otani's the guy. I mean, depending how he's doing, obviously, if he's hot, you pay. But like, you could just put two, or like put Pujols at first on the days you want Otani to DH. Yeah, the interesting thing is that the two. Otani and Walsh are both left-handed. Uh, and then Pulhos being the righty will definitely get he'll definitely get to play more frequently against left-handed pitching. Uh, I don't exactly know what the left-handed pitching looks like in that division. But um I don't know. Very interesting. Very interesting conversation. I'd like to hear from the fans. Speaking of the Angels, you played the Angels today. Well, you can tell the fans what you did in your first day beat today. I'm sure they are watching. But yeah, I had, a, I had a nice first day beat today. I went, I went uh, fastball in the middle, strike one. Fastball in the middle, strike two, uh, which is a bold strategy. Uh, just watch both bang bang o oh, two, uh, especially against a guy with some pretty elite stuff as well. Yeah, and and then I just you know I just laid off. It's so like heater up, change up away, change up down. And that, yeah, I didn't swing the bat for five pitches, which was nice. You just kind of lull him to sleep. Like, hey, maybe I'll never swing. And then he threw me a 3-2. I think it was a change, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and, yeah, I hit a homer, which was awesome. Uh, also, Dexter uh, was over there trying to rob it, which I was like, Dex, maybe trying a little too hard in spring training. Maybe just watch it go over the fence. I did see, though, it, it looked like a half a at a rob, I will say. I saw that video, and I was like, I don't know. I think he, he, he kind of let it go. Well, I would, you know, if he did, I would appreciate it. Everyone's got to feel good going into the season. Nobody wants to feel bad going into the season. Just let everybody, everybody feel good. It's okay. Great point. You know, if you catch it, yeah, you're hurting you. 
But if you miss it, hey, Dex, great, great effort. You know, everybody wins. Everybody wins. That's spring training, like spring training outs. Juan Lagares hit me the ball today. Juan Lagares is with the Angels now, by the way. Juan Lagares is huge. Yo, Juan Lagares hit me a ball that was maybe ten feet off the ground. The ent- like, Wait, like, I saw that. Was it off? Yep, yep. I don't know if you were in center still. Yeah, the entire way. I was like, am I gonna have to go back on this? Am I gonna? Am I in? Am I back? And then it, I just stood there. But it, it was like, uh, we do a drill in the outfield where Willie Harris puts the uh, machine at home plate and basically shoots like backspinning BBs at us. And that, and you're like, this would never actually like no balder hit like this in the game. Like, what are we? You know. But this was, it was exactly like the machine. It was like you put the machine on pure backspin and just fired it from home plate at 100 miles an hour. We hope you're enjoying the compound. A little interruption from myself and Jake to tell you about a very special deal from our friends at DraftKings. Jake, what is the deal they're getting today? Jim, these guys are crazy. We got, he's crazy. It's crazy. Jim. Yes. The tourney's going. You know who's not in it? Duke. Duke. Cincinnati. Cincinnati also not in it. Someone we know went to Cincinnati. Ooh. Jim, the tourney's rolling. It's as mad as it gets. It's crazy. We got 15 seeds advancing. We've got another double-digit goes today. And, Jim, you don't even need the upset anymore. No. Just free money. One dollar. If you get the next winner, whoever it is, who do you got? Arkansas, down with Oral Roberts. Wow, can't, down. Can't be dancing in March Madness when your school outlaws dancing because yeah. they're so so Christian, they don't believe in dancing. I've got Baylor winning it all, so maybe better than them, and that's $1 to win $100. It's kind of ridiculous. If you're not a basketball person, they're doing the same thing with UFC. It's free money. Heard they're giving away free money. Jim, and this is all going down at DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, that's promo code COMPOUND, 1 into 100. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Of course they do. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9. With it. With it. Back. To the show. Can we also talk about how jealous I am of the obvious shirts and Ian Happ collab that was all over the social media world this week? Did you like that? That was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Joe um, from Obvious sent me those shirts to give out to the the players and their staff. We collaborated on it a little bit and just like making sure that all the staff was taken care of with their respective titles. And um, Smitty, shout out to Smitty in our uh, analytics department, head of stick figures. That was actually my favorite shirt. Um, but I made sure that everybody got a shirt. And then I thought, you know what? We would love to see the fans at Wrigley in all of these shirts matching the players. So I said, well, Joe, why don't you let me take the first $5 of these shirts, make it a little bit of a discount, take care of the fans. Uh, and I think everybody loved it. I mean, I love it. I love when I love when the fan base gets excited. And, like, on Twitter, just seeing the interaction, 
Uh, people are loving it. And I think the coolest part for me was seeing people send in more things that they wanted. Yes. Like people wanted like yes. photographer or like, uh, like, I don't know, all kinds of things. Um, or like soccer coach, what, just like all types of things for different walks of life, which I thought was really cool because if people can get behind it, especially this day and age, when you have to be behind a computer for a lot of your meetings, like why wouldn't you rock something like that? I think that's pretty cool. I think if I had one, it would be spring training backup player. <laughs> I got the second half. Yeah, I got the second half. You in there today? Yeah, second half. Dakota, are you excited to get to Arizona? I'm looking forward to it. When's your when's your arrival? I can't say or else there'll just be crowds of people at the airport to see when I don't want that. I don't wanna, you know, cause all that trap in the uh, baggage claim. So it's sometime next week. I can't say when for sure. What sucks actually is that <laughs> it's like warm here now. It's like 70 here and I'm going to Arizona. So it's like not even cool. Like usually I like to get out of the cold and go to the warm, but I'm like, it's beautiful here in Michigan, way more beautiful than it is in Arizona. It's a much better state. You know, it's, it's going to flip really quick. That's not sustainable. Get cold here? No, it's, it's literally, what is it? It's 61 right now and it's a high of 70 tomorrow. I guess it's supposed to go down to 50 next week. All right. Okay. I, yeah, I looked at the Chicago weather for when we're headed back, and I was not excited. Like 50 in rain, which is not well, the worst it could be. You know, it could be 35. But Well, that's what Zach said, too. He's like, I got to go to Toledo. It's supposed to be frigid. Oh, cry me a river. You guys have to go play baseball. Cry about it. Jeez, grow up. It's always a beautiful day to be at the ballpark. That's what I always say. Shut up. Shut up. I, I did. I packed my locker up today. Uh, sent got all my stuff going for the truck back to Chicago. So I'm, I'm lean. Dakota or Zach, you would love. I did um. I did a a bat a right-handed bat fitting. Like I'm, I've been messing with a bunch of right-handed sticks, and it's been fun. What'd you come up with? What'd you come up with? Yeah, you know, three eighteen, a one eighty one, uh, are kind of the two that I liked. They're like super top heavy and weighted bats we'll talk more about it but it's it's uh once i actually like have the the finished product in my hand but it's it was exciting i hit a double with uh one of the new ones and that uh was like oh wow maybe maybe this it might work and nico was in the dugout when i scored and got back in like holding the bat over his head like it worked it worked <laughs> that is something that he is probably so invested into i bet you he's doing more research on it for you than you are he absolutely loves that i texted i texted sal uh our buddy sal um to compound security i texted sal about it because sal knows every single model uh of every single bat ever made and he was like so fired up he was sending me like the barry bonds model that barry bonds swung before he went to sam bat like all this stuff uh and it was he was like in heaven that's awesome did you have like um, the people come in and do it for you? Like, no, I just basically got on the phone and was like, Hey, this is what I want. Like, I want something that is top heavy and I just want to try a bunch of different models and see what feels good. Did three fifty six ever come up? Honestly, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I I'm not all that invested into the bat models. Like pick them up and swing what feels good. Yep. M three fifty six M. Yep. That's what I had with when I was, when I had Louisville the one year, um, Dakota, what'd you have? What'd you have in your ABs? What did you use? 
I used whatever bat someone on the team would let me use. Ian texted us and asked us, like, had, like, a glove deal and all this, and I'm like, I if the glove can catch the bombs back to me, I like it. I don't care. It's all it's – all, I mean, hitting's different, though. The bat matters, I guess, for, like, the feel of it. But, like, I mean, I hit everything, so it doesn't matter for me personally. But, you know. You're, you're slinging the rock up there. Put a 34-30 in my hand, puppy's gone. Do people sling that? Is that good numbers? It's actually what, illegal. What, can I have 33-30? Yeah. What comes first, weight or length? Length. It's amazing that you don't know that. I want I want a 33-40. I want to swing an Alfonso Soriano type bat. You want to swing, that's what baby Ruth swung. Just a just a log. When I hit that ball, you're gonna know, you're gonna hear it. You know what else I did see? I saw that John Boy did a like face of baseball like bracket thing and Tatis won over Trout. I think it was the final two. Who would you if you would do you agree? Would you say that there's a different face of baseball? I think it's really close. Right now, actually, it might be Tatis. That's what I'm saying, dude. That dude's that dude's stock is through the roof right now. His hype meter is all the way up. Yeah, dude. Dude's tagging up and fucking shortstop. I think baseball's different than other sports. So, like, in football, the face is Patrick Mahomes, I think, pretty easily. Maybe Tom Brady now, but he's almost done. Uh, or is he, Zach? Um, but baseball, no. like, I feel like you could say the face of baseball is wherever you're at in the country, you're going to think someone different. Like, I feel like if you're on the East coast, you're going to pick a Yankee or like, I'd probably say like, you could say like Frankie Lindor or Aaron judge. But like, if you're over on the West coast, you're probably going to say trout. Like, I feel like there's no real, when I think of baseball, I think of this guy, like for me, it's Mike Trout just because he's the best player. It is. It is interesting in baseball that it changes so frequently. And I would say in basketball over the last 15 years, you know, Kawhi had that really good year and but like LeBron's always there right like there's not like Giannis and like but like LeBron's always there what I said Russell Westbrook he's my favorite player that's why oh I'm sorry Zach does everyone average triple doubles in back-to-back season does that happen all the time no how's he making out he's doing great he's still almost averaging a triple double this year but the Wizards stink not his fault sorry continue Ian yes you are correct. yeah but I would say I would say in baseball like over the past five, seven years, like you could have made the argument for like 10 to 15 different. I mean, definitely Chris Bryant, definitely Baez, definitely uh, Yelich and Bellinger, Trout, of course, some of the uh, like Garrett Cole when he was dominate. Like you could have made a case for a lot of different guys over the course of the last five plus years there i mean but like trout's always there trout's always been really really good i mean for me the face of anything is just who's the best player that's what i comes to my mind i don't know just because i think like mahomes being the best and being in the nfl he's marketed so well we've talked about this so much like trout is like not marketed well. I don't know. It's because he's on the completely different side of the country and he plays at three o'clock in the morning. But like, I don't know. Like, I think if somebody was so dominant for so long, like how LeBron is, like, I'm not comparing those two numbers, but like, you know, LeBron is the best every year. You know, you, you kind of almost have to dig 
if you're an outside fan to see if Trout is doing what Trout does, unless you just expect he is. Do you think Derek Jeter was the face of baseball? Yes. His last 10 years? Yes. Every year he ever played, yes. I honestly 100% think I, he was winning as being the leadoff hitter and shortstop of the best team in baseball. Yeah. He's the best hitter of the best franchise. He's the best player on the best franchise in all of sports. Like the Yankees are the most dominant franchise in all of sports. And he was the best player on the team for 15 years. Like, I mean, maybe Barry Bonds too up there, obviously. Yeah, I would, played, I would say that 90s. throughout, probably through the last 10 years of Jeter's career, there was probably, you know, people that came and went and you had, you know, A-Rod and Barry Bonds and, and you, had, you had a lot of guys that were dominant at Ken Griffey. There were a lot of guys that were dominant at different times and McGuire and Sosa and everything that happened. But like Jeter was always there, always the shortstop for the Yankees, always playing, always in the playoffs. Like I, if you said the most recognizable player in baseball for those last 10 years, probably everybody would have said Derek Jeter. 100%. I mean, what kid – Growing up, didn't want to be Derek Jeter. Not one, not one person. I, I, I couldn't hit, but I still wanted to be him. I mean, if you're, oh, I just remember being in the backyard, literally doing his whole routine in wiffle ball. You're such a dark. I guarantee you actually did his whole routine, bro. You didn't. You didn't. No, I didn't do routines. Because I did this whole I, thing from the, from the from the on deck circle all the way to the plate. You know the only persons that I would do, not even routine. I would just do the Gary Sheffield bat waggle. That is true. That is that a notorious. The only thing I would always do in wiffle ball was the bat waggle. That is notorious wiffle ball stance. I did. Oh, yeah. I did the Griffey. I did Griffey. Uh, yep. From the left side, quite a bit. Mm. Well, I mean, you guys saw what I did in my free time. I just mimicked Sammy Soso when I was three years old. That's a great point. Um, you still do that stuff, though. You still just mimic players, you weirdo. I know. I have a blast, too. You know, you know what? I don't know that anybody, though, used Derek Jeter's glove. No. that Dude, you see guys now using it. Like, Javi uses a pitcher's web. No. But not the same, bas- not the same basket web. But I'm saying his glove is a pitcher's glove. But that, no, that's what Omar Vizquel used for his entire career. Omar Vizquel used a nine and three quarter, no, ten and three quarters. Ten and three quarters, yeah. And that was the uh, single, what's that called? Oh, the man. bread basket. It was like the bread basket. No, no, no. It's, it's called something. It's a double, like the pitchers have the double web and that's the single. And I can't remember what, I can't remember what it's oh, called right now. I no, should I know, know this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Derek Jeter used that like gross all black basket web, and nobody used that glove. I actually like it was like this guy's the best shortstop in baseball for twenty years, and like his glove is gross. I think our research team is on it right now. Research team's going to work. Uh, dang it! All it says right here is web type basket. Well, that was <laughs> Jeter's, but what what is the uh? Look up Omar Vizquel's glove basket type research team. Omar Vizquel's glove type. Jeter also using an 11 and a half, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't see it. Or our research team doesn't see it. Well, didn't you give them off tonight? 
yeah, they, they were busy tonight. So sorry, we're going to have to, hopefully some of the fans know, but I have no clue. I also didn't even know that Jeter's glove he used was weird to use on the infield. I couldn't know less about glove types. Oh yeah, brother. One that fits my hand. That's the one I like. You you can't even get your hand remotely close into my glove. I could get it in there, but it, you would know that my hand was in your glove. Yes. Yes. Ian, are you still using Under Armour gloves? Yes, still using Under Armour gloves. Uh, oh, two-piece. It's just called a two-piece. That's called a two-piece, and the other one's called a one-piece, and that's it. That's The, the right, Omar Vizquel is a one-piece, and so Javi uses a one-piece. It's called a one-piece. Uh, still using Under Armour gloves. Um, got my new ones coming in. Soon, gonna have to break them in really quick, uh, but they're gonna be great. Also, Jock Peterson has some of the sickest gloves I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys have seen him. He's got like baby blue with like suede on the back. They're unbelievable. Jock Peterson has a lot of swag. Have you talked to him at all about his Dodger days and how cool that was for five years? Yeah, I mean they won a lot of baseball games, and he did a lot of really cool things in the playoffs. We'll have him on. That'd be cool to have him on the podcast. We'll have him on the podcast. He's a great guy. He's a great well, one. One thing that he did on St. Patrick's Day that I've never seen before, maybe a little bit of a psycho move, but I was kind of into it. He took – he wore pants up with the green socks, okay? Love that. And then yep. he took Riz's extra pair of socks because Riz was not playing or wasn't wearing his pants up, and he cut the feet off and wore the socks on his arms as arm sleeves. This guy is – Incredible. Oh, you've never seen people put socks on their arms? Well, he did like the green ones. So he had matching oh. green socks and green arm sleeves. They were just socks. It was crazy. I got optioned the day before St. Patrick's Day. I was really disappointed because we had green jerseys. I would have loved to wear those. Wow, green jerseys. Yeah. I wore a green jersey for three years, Spartans, baby. Go green. Go white. Oh. I'm so pissed that the Spartans lost to UCLA, who stinks, because they just had a cakewalk to Sweet 16, and they stink. They stink. I stand by that. They stink. I am. By the way, I am selling a lot of the Tigers on the compound. I'm, I'm almost handing out flyers, basically. Whenever I bring it up, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, we talk about this on this podcast. They're like, oh, you do a podcast? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's called a compound. Nothing crazy. Maybe we could have a couple of the Tigers on. Go Tigers. I'll, I'll tell you who is not a compound, might not be a compound fan, is my mother. She asked me today if we still do it every week, and I said, yes, Mom, we do. Good to know you're a fan and that you're following. That's t- I know my mom still listens because she still yells at me for cursing. There you well, go. It's good you got a potty mouth. Well done, Tracy. And, me- and by the way, Mrs. Short, sorry, Mrs. Short. Uh, Mrs. Short said that pop smoke sounds like 50 cent, and that's the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Just to get that out there. It's insane. Insanity. I don't think Ian knows what pop smoke sounds like. In my family group message, out of nowhere, oh, where did it go? She he just goes, said, doesn't Pop Smoke sound like 50 Cent? Yeah. Amazing. Out of nowhere. It's amazing that your mom is listening to Pop Smoke. I don't think she is. I think she heard it on the, on the radio on accident. <laughs> but that's, Zach, you got to know that's disrespectful. Bro, they, they sound identical. No, they don't. Yes, they do. One of them's a legend and one of them's trash. 
Trash. Give me your screen times. Man. This episode is presented by Parse Rum. Parse Rum is the best rum on the planet. I can't believe we haven't mentioned Parse yet. Uh, I got a package today with a million Parse golf tees, uh, and they're great. I'm at 456. 412. Suck it. 347. Okay, so we win. You should see my Sunday screen time, 930. Wow, what are you doing? He manipulates it on Mondays. It's just Sunday. What are you talking about? I don't do anything on Sunday. There's basketball from noon till midnight. What do you think I'm doing? I'm you don't do anything basketball. anyway. I you wake don't... up and I work out and I throw, and my day is done by 11. It's a hard you do that life. every day. It's a hard life. You do that every day. Yeah, that's right. And the rest of the day, shit. This episode was brought to you by Parse Rum. Parse Rum is the best rum in the world. Go try some. I gave some to Bodhi today. We'll get his review. Uh, he reluctantly took it because we haven't had him on the podcast yet. And I think he was a little bit offended that we haven't met him on the podcast and that we haven't given him Parse for that. Yes, Zach? Um, I gave it to my coach, Brian Pena, longtime big leaguer. He, his wife is from Columbia. So I gave him Parse, and he was like, you have no idea how happy my wife is. Like, she's had this before. It's incredible. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, Parse makes everybody happy. Parse brings people together. Zach's, Zach's trying to buy his way to the big leagues, and I approve. I mean, I approve man. this message. Something has to change. Something's got to change. Hey, AJ Hinch, you like Parse rum, man? Let's try it out. I can get you a little bit. Do you have any relatives in Columbia? <laughs> You need a backup uh, infielder. I play a great defense. Episode that's episode fifty-five. Brought to you by Parse. Shout out obvious shirts. Go get your obvious shirts. And we'll be back next week with Nico and one year anniversary. Big one year anniversary next week. Right before the season starts. Can't wait. John Boy Media. Shout out to them. Go look at our videos on YouTube. And uh episode fifty-five brought to you by Parse Rum. Goodbye.